0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Hyrith rith and Other Words podcast. I am your host, Timothy Mangle, and uh, this is the last episode of the season. We're going to take a little bit of a break uh, after this. Um, this episode comes out on the 20th, and we're going to be taking a little bit of a break until the 3rd. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking today about the... Um, psychological significance of the year's end. Um, But before we go into that, I just want to remind everybody that I do have a new book coming out next month called Churches and Trains, The First Five Years. And it's just the lyric and recap book of my uh, time as a folk singer-songwriter. So, if uh, you have any interest in that, there's a link in the description for the pre-orders, and they'll be out sometime next month. Uh, January 25th is the release date for that. Um, Anyways, uh, all that aside, uh, we're here at the uh, end of the year. We made it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, what a year it's been. And um, I don't know, I, I really love this time of year, and... I think part of it is because my birthday is in December, um, and Christmas, but, I don't know, I I really like, I I really like this time, but before we get too far into that, uh, and my my own personal feelings, I just feel like we should, I just kind of want to talk about the idea of, you know, the psychological significance, I say that, and it's just, it's big words to, to some degree to mean meaning, right, so... Mm -hmm. If you don't mind, I'm gonna geek out and be a little nerdy about, about psychology for a second, um, and I hope I don't bore you or put you to sleep. So I'll try to be as entertaining as possible. Um, but in psychology, there's uh, there's really two fields that are studied, and obviously that's a broad spectrum. I don't have a degree in psychology or anything like that, but just from what I've gathered is, and just from what I've heard is that there's these two fields of of that you can really fall under when you're studying the human psychology and, and the first one being continental psychology and so you've continental uh, continental which you know it, it its name kind of gives it away but it's you know it. When I hear continental, I think of a continent, right, or a, a group of people. So continental philosophy is really the study of a group of people or their traditions or their their culture and what that says about the individual. Um, and then on the other side of that, to some degree, is analytic philo- uh, psychology. So that's more of the study of the individual. So that's more of the study of the effect that... Uh, these things that arise up out of us such as culture and society and religion and all these things, what does it mean to the individual? So you have, you really have a a focus on the group and the group mentality and the group need versus kind of the individual and the individual's unfiltered experience of uh, tradition and culture and society and all these things. And so for me, I kind of want to dive into this episode by going into the the continental reason for the why we have so many holidays at the end of the year and all this stuff, and then kind of go into a little bit more of analytical. Um, but, you know, what I'll say is that this time of year is clearly very significant to our species. And at first I was thinking, you know, maybe this just applies to people that live in the... the you know more of the places in the world that have seasons and i think i don't know if that's necessarily true but having seasons in your life growing up with them or whatever is it's such a clear obvious sign from nature about change and and being able to flow and to be a, a you know an adapting person and if you think you know Recently, uh, where I live, we just got a, a decent snowfall that was pretty big for this time of year. And um, so I, was, I found myself thinking about if I was somebody, you know, an indigenous person who was just living in a community, a small thing that traveled and, and, you know, we had to we had to migrate with our food, right? So you had to follow bison or deer or whatever it is, wherever they were going, and you'd have to navigate that. And I think of you know just so many wives tales or, or you know holy books or whatever, just stuff that I've read that have that have pointed to the idea of you know when the cold months come, you need to make sure that you're you're stored up and, and you're prepared for that time. you know you can't just be you can't be laxadaisical about the potential of this time, right So because I'm thinking about you know, I'm looking at the snow on the ground. I'm like, listen, you're done for planting crops, right? Like you're, you're done for a lot of these things. So you have to kind of, it's important to, to be able to pay attention during this time. And, you know, it's for our ancestors, when they got to this time, I think they found themselves asking two questions is, you know, did we do a good enough job preparing for where we are now? And now that we're here, how are we going to migrate forward into this clear and, and evidently new season, right? And, you know, to some degree, you know, I think that the, the actual real-world need for that contemplation ingrained itself in into us as a species and helped us to form the traditions that we have around this time right because I, like I said earlier for people that experience winter this is such a clear transition out of the thing that we were just in right so it's it's a time to reflect and to and to kind of be able to put everything into perspective and you know it's it's easy i think in our current society to grow very cynical um at least i i know i'll speak for myself firstly and say that i have had times and even like i i remember coming into 2020 like i wasn't that like okay new year new me or whatever that bullshit is it's just you know I wasn't i didn't have that mentality it was just like uh you know it's just january 1st now it's it's no different and that's okay And sometimes, you know, obviously I needed that and it it didn't need to be this big new thing for me. But for so many people throughout history, this time has really meant so much to them about getting ready and and preparing for going forward. And it it had to be a time of of reflection and, and preparation to some degree, you know? So it's even if it's just at a subconscious level of the reason the need to celebrate these things and the to 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 participate in in things that give us meaning during this time right so something that i've been thinking about when i was preparing this was the idea of and you know it's I've heard a lot in my time people say that Christians stole pagan or, uh Christians stole Christmas from the pagans. And you know, I don't really I don't really want to dive into that or say if they did or they didn't because I don't I wasn't there and I don't know necessarily because it's a cultural thing and it changes over time. It's like, is it really stealing or it's I don't know. But what I will say is that there is no biblical reference to to jesus being born in the time that he was and and obviously a lot of people say and point to the idea of you know they moved his supposed birthday from the spring into the winter you know because a baby won't be able to survive outside in the winter climates of israel and, and blah, blah 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 but for me it it's i have as you've heard me say in this podcast before it's not important if it's real or not what's important is the psychological significance of the story so the i'm I'm pretty sure it was the catholic church who decided that we would celebrate jesus's birth at this time of year so again why did they move his birthday from a an, a you know more a springtime or whatever it was into the winter it, it was an intentional choice right and the reason I believe that they did it was because they understood that they needed that we need that during this time we need stories that are psychologically important to us that help us to continue to push forward because remember what I said earlier when you're thinking about plainsmen or indigenous people people that are going into times that are literally life and death so they need stories that hear, that, that think, you know, that encourage them and that to build them up and that to say that, you know, I think about the, the story of Jesus, what, what that could mean, uh, you know, of him being born in this time is a hero is being born in you during this time to go out into whatever year we have coming up to it and it is to take it on to its, its fullness, you know? I think about people sitting around in, in a little around a campfire, and they're telling stories. And you know, just think about people in Norway or in this the Scandinavian places of the world. I'm, I I feel like I'm just botching all that, but you can see, of course, they have a god who is beating frost giants or, or these giant frozen beasts. Because they needed that psychologically to be able to get through the winter, right? So it's like if you live in a place that's cold eight to ten months out of the year, you need a god that can overcome these things, right? Because it's a projection of your deepest, truest parts of yourself. So when you see that and you can resonate with Thor of being like Thor can beat these frost giants or whatever they are I don't know what they're actually called I'm just going off of Marvel mythology so forgive me anyone who's actually familiar with Norse mythology um, but there's still this you know you can you can see it and it's, it's it's for me it's as plain as day that that we need these tales you know so it's it's good to be able to have these things that we can sit and reflect on you know and I say that as a a segue into I've been thinking about the creation story as well to some degree and and the, the biblical account of the creation story. Now, which is God made everything in six days and on the seventh day he rested. Now, I will just say up front, I don't necessarily believe that the earth was created in six literal days. I don't. I don't buy into that. I do believe in an old, what they would call, you know, the Big Bang and all that stuff, right? Um, but again, it's it's about the psych, psych, psychological significance, not just is it real or not real, right? Because it's a story and it, it impacts you on the inside. And now we're kind of getting a little bit more into analytical with that idea. But we look at We look at God in the story of creation. He does all these things. He makes everything. And then he rests, which is a peculiar thing for a God to do because did he tucker himself out? Did he? I don't know. But what's clear is that there was a reflection. There was a looking back over it. And in the scriptures during that time, it says that God looked back at all that he had done and he declared it good. And I, I really love that, that God didn't just, you know, because sometimes I think of, I think that we think of reality as just this thing that's unfolding and like just is going at a steady pace. And I think we even think of that with evolution, that evolution is just kind of going with a steady pace and, and blah, blah, blah. But there's proof that there's fluxes and there's, there's waning and, you know, alligators haven't changed evolution in, in any real way in forever so there's it it makes reality seem more alive when you sit and you think about you know it wasn't just god creating this reality that unfolded and then just kept going and just it was like a you know uh, a domino effect right but that reality is alive and that it can it it has these flux it it flux it flux weights right I think, I think that that's a beautiful interpretation of reality. But if it's important for God to stop and reflect on what he's doing, then that must also mean that it's important for us, right? Because who are we to, to say that we know better than, than God or to act better than God? Or, again, that's an argument for another day of what does that mean? But again, just taking the psychological significance of this story of Of thinking about that, if you know, we've gone through one hell of a year. Everybody has, you know. If you're listening to this podcast, and I, you know, I want you to be not because I want you to hear this or give me some more, you know, higher numbers or whatever it is. I'm I'm happy that you're listening to it because you mean it means you're here. It means that you survived all this 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 madness and this mayhem, and you know. I think about people prior to 2020 and and just if you would have asked the average person it would have been like, you know, are you, do you feel like you've been pushed to the edge or do you feel like you're living close to your, your psychological or your limit? And I think most people would say, yeah, or at least close or whatever. And this year just, just pushed that to the absolute maximum, right? So it's just, but people continue to be resilient, continue people. People continue to go out and do their jobs. People continue to go out and fight for what's right. And I, I'm just so blown away at the resilience of the human spirit. And you know that's that's the beauty that really comes out in these winter months, right? Because it's it's the time to sit and to to really build up your energy. And that's you know it's what bears do with hibernating. It's again, it's reflection, it's contemplating, it's it's going in and just allowing yourself to reflect, to look forward to whatever it is, you know, and I just, I, I think it's, I think it's beautiful that so many religions and peoples and, and cultures that they celebrate this time of year. is a time of reflection of, of looking back, but also a time of of looking forward and it's a time to to celebrate it's a time to you know to share these stories that we need to hear you know of you know what if we did identify with thor or with jesus and and to say that you know i i can be that i can reflect that i i know i can i feel like you know we need these things now more than ever and and growing up i I was never a traditionalist in, in any sort of sense but now i'm seeing as i get older the importance of these traditions of again it's it doesn't matter if santa claus is real or not but what matters is the idea of judging your your character and judging if you are worthy of a gift or not you know and it's 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 so interesting because we we struggle with the meaning behind all these events that are happening and, you know, we're lackadaisical towards them and and whatever, but we can't let them go. For some reason, we just, we're still clinging to them. And it's because we know on the subconscious level that we need a reason to celebrate because I don't. I don't think that that's naturally programmed into our brain, right? Like, we don't just sit down and naturally just give ourselves credit. Usually, most people are pretty harsh on themselves and pretty highly critical. And, you know, if I'm speaking to you, as I'm speaking to myself, what I would say is everything that's happened through you in this past year, meaning everything that you've done, everything that you've said, everything that you've participated in, it's It's back there. It's gone. I remember one time I had this really crazy thought. And it was something along the lines of, you know. When I left to come down here, I gave my girlfriend a kiss and told her that I loved her and I shut the door. And that moment is just as equally impossible to get back as it is my birthday that happened a couple weeks ago this past summer it's all gone to the void of time it's all just back there it's 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 impossible to get and the beauty of it is you're allowed to let it go you're allowed to not attach to those things you're allowed to you're allowed to yeah to be free from the, the things of the past, you know, because like I said, they, they've passed through you. They're not, they're not who you are at your core. They're things that have passed through, right? So allow them to pass through, allow the, the actions and the words and the mistakes or whatever they are to just be, you know, where they are, obviously make amends where you can and continue to grow. But for me, you know, this, this time of reflection, this time of you know, I th- the snow—it's so quiet. I—I I, this is my first time really ever experiencing snow living in a city because for most of my life I've, I've lived in the country. Country is pretty quiet to begin with, but living here in the city, it's um, it's it's amazing to watch how quiet it gets, how everything just shuts down. You know, it's people aren't driving, people aren't going out as much and if they're going out they're not as they're not as intense because they're they're being mindful and they're being careful and you know, obviously people are having fun and, and sledding and my buddy was skiing down the street so things <laughs> things happen but I, I just I just love that even nature itself is like shh it's it's okay. It's time to reflect. Just be quiet. Don't worry about the, the hustle and bustle. And that's, that's one of the beautiful things about now is that, you know, it's a time where we can look to the future but don't have to act on it, right? We can allow the future to be where it is. We can allow the past to be where it is. And that's the beautiful teaching of so many spiritual people throughout history is to just learn to be here and to be present and it's so hard when we're going you know when we're going full time when we're making sure our goals are being met or we're we're reflecting on the past and we're being critical and and rising up over those things and it's it's easy in the midst of all of that to get lost from the beauty of now the beauty of the life that we've been giving and so you know i i would really encourage everyone in this season whether you do traditionally or not to really celebrate to really you know allow this past year to be whatever it was and allow this year that's coming to be whatever it is and in this moment to give to give thanks and to give appreciation for whatever it is and for wherever you're at because that's that's what's going to get you through it that's you know it's it's this this it's these stories it's these heroes it's these you know I think about Hanukkah Where it's a story of God's provision Where he, he, the, the Jews had one night of oil left And it lasted eight nights And again, it doesn't matter if that's true But what does it psychologically mean to the individual That, listen, if you only have a little bit left And you offer that in full Then you'll be taken care of eightfold Sevenfold, whatever it is, you know and i'm not one to make promises like that but it's it's the idea of like i said earlier so many people were pushed to the brink just even at the end of 2019 and now it's 2020 and it's it's even crazier by you know more than eightfold <laughs> so i don't know but I, I i think what we really need or at least i'll say what i need is is a reason to to celebrate, and I have so many of those, you know, it might not look like a lot of money, it might not look like any success, but I have people in my life who love me very dearly, I have a a beautiful home, I have parents that have always gone above and beyond the call of duty for me and i understand that not everyone has those things and i'm not trying to rub anything in anyone's face but it's like i said it's it's not easy for us to to want to celebrate it's you know it's have fun and party it's a different thing but to actually celebrate to be like you know i i love the word mitzvah because it's it's the jewish word for or the yiddish word for to celebrate right and i I love it, you know. I think about when I see new babies or when I hear about wedding, uh, you know, engagements or or whatever it is. I love it because it represents new and it represents, yeah. And and the the beautiful thing about newness is that it gives you the psychological ability to allow yourself to grow, right? So it's we're looking into this new year, we're looking into, you know, a time that's never been and so you don't have to take the old ways of the old things into it. You're you're allowed to change. You're, you know, I I love that 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 the universe is set up in a way that we have opportunities to to go back and forth to to make errors and to make amends and, and to do all of these things. I really love it. So it's going to be a radio silence for the most part on my behalf um for the next 2 weeks and you know I, I really appreciate and that's that's one thing i can go to say that i celebrate is being able to do this that that people listen to me that people want to talk to me that people send me messages it i i i, I just love it and i'm celebrating it and I, i'm i'm so thankful so thank you I just ask that you hang around, uh, check out the back catalog if you haven't, you know, listened to any of the old podcasts if you're new, but we'll be back on, uh, what did I say, January 10th with, uh, yeah, a new season. I already got a couple of episodes lined up with some pretty special guests. Um, I haven't confirmed this yet, but I'm pretty sure the first one's going to be with my mom, the first episode of the next season. Um, Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much. Like I said, if you are interested in that book, go ahead and pre-order yourself a copy and I'll make sure you get it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever your holiday you're celebrating, I hope it's joyous. I hope you're overcome with a sense of peace, a sense of acceptance, a sense of love, a sense of encouragement to know that you're here and you're here for a reason. And it's not just any old reason, but it's very important. And you matter just as much as anyone else. Thank you, everybody. I hope you have a good one.